Dear Ann Landers, my husband Dear and I Abby, are in shock. I'm extremely upset. My son got married in Dear Ann Landers, I'm very happy to hear that his wife is working out of the woman here at She thinks way too much of herself. She had to get married. Dear Pod. So, Mark's and we went to Fire Island for my birthday, and it was really unbelievable. I've never. I been saw your banana hammocks. So relaxed. I must. I mean, I must have been high on opioids. Did you? Were you taking some stuff? No, I was kidding. Um, oh my god! No, but I was just so like I just was absolutely relaxed. Oh my god! For like god. the first time in maybe forty some years. I feel like. That is dangerous. I feel like you're going to relax and then you're like, you're going to shit yourself. And you were wearing some pretty intense banana hammocks. Uh, yeah, trust me. Yeah. I watched your Instagram and I was like, my eyes, <laughs> my eyes. It was scratch. It's like snitch. seeing your brother naked. Oh, Sorry. it was scratch and sniff. Mm, <laughs> banana. My brother said the same thing. He's like, I could have done without the Speedo. I said, well, I, then don't look at it. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not, it's not like I'm not fucking <laughs> masturbating. If you're posting it, I'm staring yeah. at it. And I might be holding on to the story. You know, when you tap the screen and you could mm-hmm. just like, let's linger here a little <laughs> while longer. So we um, we were like having like this, you know, it was like so great. And um, and it was something that was just a skosh off where I felt like, you know, when people are like, it's your birthday, do whatever you want. Uh-oh. And as soon as people say shit like that, I'm like, You've just fucking jinxed the whole thing because it's not, it's no longer what I want. Right? Uh oh. Why? So what I, a shady little <laughs> thought to have. I would never think that. Because there's always people who are like, what do you want to do now? Let's do something now. I'm like, well, uh, clearly you have something that you'd like to do. So you tell me what you'd like me to do with you on my birthday that we're going to celebrate you right now. How many people were at this thing? There's just four of us. Oh, so, God. Um, and I'm like, uh, like, why don't we, like, so-and-so, like, we should go, uh, we should go for a boat ride. And I, I looked around, I'm like. Who's got a boat? <laughs> right. Okay. I was like, is, did I, is this a thing now? Do, like, just strangers offer us boat rides in, in Fire Island? I've never, Sad part keep is. Keep in mind, I've never seen anybody. I know there's, a, there's like, boats around there. I've never seen, A, anybody get in a boat, B, offer anybody a, a boat, or C, have someone, watch someone park said boat. To necessitate anyone getting in and out out. of said boat. Fun fact, been on a boat. In Fire Island? Yeah. My friend dated an architect and he had a very large boat. She made it seem as if there were like boat tours. Yeah, it does like you kind can just of like, sound like, like that. Like rent a boat. Like, we're just going to take a boat ride for 10 minutes. Just a dinghy, just out in the bay. Right, right. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I've seen Jaws way too many times that I am not getting in anyone's fucking boat out here. And now back to Jaws 5, Fire Island. You think we should be this far out? Stop worrying, Mark. We'll be fine. Hey, I'm going to eat y'all. I'm going to eat that hairy leg. I'm going to eat that one, too. Hope I can see right up them shorts. I got a whole bunch of rows of teeth to chew you with. Dana, Dana, Dana. Fierce! I'm not gonna eat that bitch. Oh my god, I'm keto. I can totally eat him. He's slender protein. Big ass balls. Oh my god, mm. my metabolism is speeding up right now. I'm just thinking about it. Mm. I'm so fucking hungry and skinny. I'm a skinny fucking shark, oh my bitch. God, it's like lamb fries. Anyway, to make a long story short, too late. I was like, "What? Um, 
what are you talking like who, what what boat ride are you talking about like <laughs> <laughs> I because I was just like, you know, I've been there. I pictured that New York Thruways tour, that big double decker thing. That's like, right. well, welcome to Broadway. They have the random singers on it. Right. Yeah. So I'm thinking like, okay, this like it it has come up like thrice oh, times. Yeah. So one time it came up when we were like getting drinks at um, Zip and Twirl at Tea by oh. you know whatever, mm-hmm. and so we've all decided that that's where we're gonna go. Cause like, what do you want to do? I'm like, we should go to tea really quick, and then see if we know anybody. Mm-hmm. Of course, we did. Marks ran into one of his, um, uh, scholar friends or whatever, and we're like, oh my god, we haven't seen. He's you. just friends with casual scholars. Well, he was, like, he's like, he won the scholarship, and then he was in in this group of people, and we ran into this guy that we know we haven't seen him in a little bit, and mm. um, it was just kind of like, oh, this is so great. So we're hanging out, and then all of a sudden, our friends like. Like texting us, like we're outside. I think I might just go for a boat ride. <laughs> I'm like, I wow. look at Marks. I'm like, what? I've been here several times now. I have never seen a sign that says boat five dollars or boat rides or boats for fun. <laughs> like nothing, nothing to necessitate any for fun. Yeah, I don't know the number. So I'm like, I thought we were getting a drink. So I'm like, you know, it's tea. There's like one bartender, three thousand people. Yep, and. So I'm like waiting in line and I'm finally next. And it's like, oh, you know, she wants to go. I'm like, she wants to go where? I just have waited for this shitty drink, which is a terrible beverage, by the way, for however long. Absolute pear and soda. (laughs) Right. That was my drink when I was on Fire Island. There's nothing wrong with that. It may taste like perfume. Right. Because it's not actually. But it gets the job done. So I'm just like, what is. So what? I'm sorry. So I, you know, I. I'm waiting because I'm the most assertive to get the drinks because I'm like, I don't care. I don't care how tiny your Speedo is. I just want you to turn around and like know how to make a drink and serve customers like a normal bartender does. Uh This is not a normal bartender. This is not a normal bar. So I don't know where my (laughs) brain was going. So Is everybody in Speedos at tea? Not everyone, but anyone who's working the bar. Keep in mind, the size of this bar is um, rivals the length of... This room here, ladies and gentlemen, this room is large. And there's one guy. So he doesn't. Not only is he one guy, but he's a short guy. With a huge long. (laughs) With a Speedo on. And the the shelves could not have been. (laughs) The shelves could not have been further out of his reach. So I'm like, this is going to be. Lollipop Guild, good for him. <laughs> hey there. Um, oh, hey there, mister. Can I get you a beverage? <laughs> I was not there this weekend. <laughs> so I finally, like, you know, get it. And I'm like, okay, so I'm like, where did everybody go? They're waiting for the boat. I'm like, I I was like, I swear, are you fucking kidding me right now? Who's everybody? The other two right, people. Right. Okay. And I'm like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. I mean, I basically... We just waited in a bread line for the shitty drink, and now I have to go. I have to guzzle this. I'm like, I in bet- communist fire island, <laughs> right. vodka drink you. I'm like, I thought this was supposed to be like just relaxing. I didn't know that all of a sudden, like, an agenda was thrown on us. By the way, you started off this whole conversation with, I was the most relaxed I've ever been, and you've uh-huh. told stories to completely counteract that. Well, because <laughs> as this, everything was going, like, I was just like, well, I don't care. Like, that's fine. If we, if that's where we want to go eat. Okay, but don't like dress don't dress up this pig and you know like, And call oh, it not a TGI Friday. <laughs> yeah, like we're gonna go hang out at Cindy Crawford's house and you show up and Cindy Crawford is like 
you know, no, zero teeth and yeah. no hair and mm-hmm. like a wooden leg. She took her eyebrows off. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you're like, oh, no, this is Sind- Sindrika Crawford. Crawford. I, you need to be more specific oh, okay, next okay, time. Okay. So okay. when you said you want to go out for dinner, what you meant you didn't was want nachos. like this pickup window at some state fair. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Okay. I just want to know like how how bad the diarrhea is going to be later today. Like, yeah, I yeah. Who wants fried I, dough? Right. Okay, so Atlantic City, grand old time, meet Burt Kreischer. Cool, cool, his wife is so cool. Hung out with them, talking till four in the morning. And my body's like, you don't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. We're going to shut everything down. It's like, <laughs> oh, you haven't been around people for a year and a half, and now you're around people and you're in canned air, and you think that your body can get away with three hours of sleep? Bish! And then it was like, systems down, systems failing. <sighs> Everything, it was like being in a shitty submarine. It was like U571. It was, everything was just... All you needed, is your body needed like to shut down, and yet somehow there's another tiny little Laura Dern racing to the other side of your body, <laughs> trying to turn it all back up. Yeah, on. she's trying to push all of the levers back up because she's like, wait, you have shows in Boston all week. No, I got to push it up, push it up. Oh, Dr. You Grant. To, you have to pump it manually. What kind of island <sighs> would you have to physically pump each fuse before you... You have created an island. You have taken all of this time and this money to create beasts that haven't existed in hundreds of thousands of years, yet your primary means of of electronics for the entire island involves pumping. Like a Nike air pump. Yeah. Like you, pump it. You have to push pump it, it up, up push it down, push it up, push it down. Three, and then you hit a little lever. Oh, and by the way, you are you might be attacked by a dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, no promises. But yeah. everything in it's this okay. island... It's okay, it's around this chain link fence. Yeah, really flimsy <laughs> chain link fence that you'll be able to run in and out of easily and will save you from one raptor. One. Just the one. Although if you get into the kitchen, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> By the way, they know how to open doors. I'm just saying, I don't know. I I didn't train them like that, but God, those things are smarter than we thought. This is what happens when you mix them with a frog. What can I say? I mean. I've had a sinus infection this week, everybody, so I'm I'm on meds. I got tested for the Delta Burke variant, um, (laughs) and I am not a designing woman. Yeah, are you season one through three Delta or the later season? No, latter season. Listen to me. This is later season Delta. It's bigger Delta. Thank God. Whoof. They got that that little test in and out of my nose in no time, because I had deep. to travel back and do some some shows in Boston and just spread just the sinus infection right. around. Yeah. <laughs> this is the thing we haven't been around each other yeah. in a year and a half, and now we're around other bodies, and now my body's like, whoa, whoa, what is this? What are yeah. these germs? What is this? Is this Atlantic City? You're taking my body to Atlantic City. I don't think she's so, barely breathing. You're taking her there, but it was a good time had by all. Do you need to blow your nose? Do you want me to blow my nose? There's actually it's... nothing in there. It's like way far back. That's mm. all it is. Mm, great. Does it make you feel uncomfortable? No, it's just, you know. It's Have a... I been sniffing? Have I been sniffing? I don't even know anymore. I'm a disgusting human being. 
I was thrashing. I went into a different room than Jules, and I was like, just leave me to die. He's like, all right. <laughs> oh, can, can you bring me orange juice? Uh, um, honey? Honey? Have, have we, we've discussed this, but I want to know if you've watched it yet. Have you watched the dating game or the match game with Zoe Deschanel and Michael Bolton? No, I can't. We talked about it, and I and haven't. And you still haven't. You had, a, you had an assignment. I'm sorry. I got really into the Gilmore Girls, and I, I got know. distracted. This is, I know. There's a lot to, of seasons. I'm in you need to. Seven. You need to at least just watch the intro, what you're looking for. If is, you don't text it to me, it's never going to happen. I was going to the other day, but I was like, oh, she's probably doesn't, she doesn't want to watch this. So. Every time Zoe Deschanel comes out, I'm like, "Is are we being punked? Is this, are, is this a prank?" She walks out as if she's going to like the prom with Alyssa Milano in the first four seasons of Who's the Boss? Oh, like the drop waisted skirts that are like tiered. Oh, and, yes, like, the big bow yeah. in the back of her head. Every fucking episode, and then Michael Bolton looks like he's been in a car accident, <laughs> and he's. <laughs> like, I he feel doesn't like he always looked neck, like a burn victim, but he's always, he never turns his neck, so he's always just kind of like this. So I don't know if there was a fuse. And then today, oh, I'm then, sure. then I was walking to work and um, my, I don't know what happens, but like you play a song and then all of a sudden another song that randomly comes on. Yeah. Yeah. Like they just, because if they you just do like Spotify you. radio, it's like, oh, if you like this, you'll right. love Blind Melon. Yeah. So then this Michael Bolton song came on. I'm like, is this, what's happening? Who do you think I am? So Michael Bolton, I'm like, oh, he has a good voice. That, I don't know Stop it. I don't know what happened. That's the thing. Spotify is is anticipating your age now. That's but dangerous. Wasn't, didn't Michael Bolton have a good voice or something like that? Wasn't he in a, a Grammy artist? Or I mean, Grammy he won winner? things, but it was a different time. I guess. A man with a ponytail going, who and you're like, yeah. But there was like a lot of like old panties thrown on the stage, right? There were, but yeah. Like, what's the? It's ap- like who is the John Tesh demographic? It's that, the same. No thing. one. So it's like bullshit. He was selling out Red Rocks arenas of all these middle-aged, you know, Catholic women. Well, he laid the groundwork for throwing Jesus's panties at the stage. They're like, oh my God, is Connie Selica going to be here? No, she's not fucking here. What's she going to play? The tambourine? Okay, now enjoy my five Casio keyboards that I've set up around me. Don't mind my haircut. Oh. Stupid ass. So what you're saying is Spotify. Thinks that now I like Michael Bolton. Thinks that you're old, have terrible taste. (laughs) But is that bad taste? You enjoyed it. Welcome to Dear Pod, the comedy advice podcast. I'm your host, Ray J. Ooh. Yeah, Ray J. Oh, I'm well, Willa Ford. Of course you are. And we're coming to you from the Maha'a bar in the beautiful Pineapple Ranch. Can I hear it? Can I hear it? Apparently I can't. <gasps> what? <laughs> Slow clap. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I felt about half of my shows this past week yeah sounds like boston well yeah all right i'm not gonna lie at first i thought it was one of those poppers you know those little like champagne poppers that you have it it keeps going okay now it's actually like going to my ass it's so uncomfortable (laughs) this is the lazy masturbator oh my god it's it's the lazy psychic it's like the like just Oh, it's oh. Speaking, <laughs> oh, speaking of lazy masturbating, this is a thirteen-year-old who. This is his first time yeah. masturbating. Maybe this will work. I guess. Oh, I got to do it faster. Is it over? Oh, I got. No, it's just beginning because this week, like all weeks, we're bringing you the advice articles of Ann Landers and Dear Abby. 
We're hauling our bits out of mothballs. That's right, the articles of Ann Landis and Dear Abby. So we're we're unrolling them, we're unpacking them, and we're mm. opening them up, and then we're pitching their tents, yeah. and then we're using them, and they're gonna putting putting them back in the basement until next summer. Damn it! So what are you waiting for? Follow us on your social medias at Dear Pod Official on your Insta, your Twitter, your Face. Like it's been two weeks since we've uh, been podcasting. You wouldn't know it because we're giving you quality comedy content every week, week after week. So I'll go to our website, DearPodOfficial.com, where you can binge every last damn episode. This is 120 that we're doing here today for you. 120 episodes. That's insane! <laughs> so email us, dearpodofficial at gmail.com. Every week we take advice questions from our listening audience and we will answer one of your questions on the air. We're completely not, um, you know, legally qualified, qualified to right. do such a thing, but we do it anyway. Because so if you kill your parents, it's not our fault. No, no, but we'll give you advice on where to hide the bodies and right. how to do it. And how to do it. And finally, our Patreon page, patreon.com slash dearpodofficial, where you can become a subscriber for three or five dollars a, a month, is it? A month? I don't know. I don't know anymore. I'm hot. I'm moist. And you can be too. If you become a Patreon subscriber for a mere 3 or $5 a month, you will get extra tidbits in your email every week. And that includes stories that are cut for time. That's right. You may only hear a podcast that's about an hour to an hour and 45 minutes, depending on how saucy we are. But there is content that is cut out of each episode. If you are listening to this right now and you heard Patty's Psychic in the Park story, you can get the full story only if you join Patreon, patreon.com slash Psychic Reads in the park. Psychic Reads <laughs> in the park. Not my lazy, lazy psychic, though. I think your dad worked for JetBlue. He didn't. He didn't. No, he didn't. He didn't. My lazy psychic wouldn't have even pushed that. She'd be like, is your father a pi... Oh, forget about it. Is your dad gay? Because mine was. <laughs> Do we have the same dad? Where am I? I don't even know. I would wish that Liza was a psychic. Welcome to my psychic hotline. Do you have a landline? Fuck no. Nobody does anymore. But that's okay, because I do. I go over to Joel Gray's house once a week, and you call me a 900. Liza loves you, baby. I know some more letters than you have numbers on your little phone panel. That's okay. I drool a lot during our psychic readings, but that's okay, because I'm channeling, see? So for, for only $5 for every 30 seconds, because I have a mortgage to pay, I will tell you who's gay and who's not in Hollywood. So come on, Liza loves you. One nine hundred Liza. Joe, get out of my purse. Get into my car. <laughs> God, I feel like a lot of time has passed. See, here's the thing about us in our podcasting. Uh We, people, will never even feel the speed bump of the fact that you and I have been going on mini vacations here and there because Mm -hmm. we just keep churning out quality comedy content every week. Patreon.com slash DearPodOfficial. And, like, we are, there is an episode every week, Thursday at 11 Mm a.m. But you and I, not seeing each other every week. No, we're, we're, we're in contact. We're in contact. Oh, well, we're never not in contact. I have a lot Which to say helps. to you all the time. Our topic today is bathing. 
baths, yeah, showering, keeping your body clean in these disgusting summer clean. months. Oh my God, when I was home, my parents have Irish spring soap. I've never tried it, but I feel like I should because I'm Irish. No, but at you the same shouldn't. time. It's not appealing. If the 80s had a smell, it would be this soap. Also, there's something really like astringent about it. I feel like when you're doing it, I'm like, well, this is really getting me clean to the point where I'm missing the first five layers of my skin now. There was something when we were growing up that those soap commercials, like you're not fully clean unless you're zest fully clean. And then yeah. you'd go and then you'd try the soap and like, whoa. It's strong. What is in this? And then like... uh Irish Spring, yeah. like, like that that leprechaun, like uh, nothing like Irish Spring. I've never smelled an Irish man that didn't smell like he's like been, a spring. That yeah, he's never yeah. he's never once not smelled like he's been the last person in a bar. Yeah, sweat and field yeah, and like, gin and beer. Like, I don't know if I'd walk up to all the soap and be like, Ivory Irish Spring. I want to smell like that brewery. Yeah, I want to smell yeah. like Molly Maguire's in yeah. Queens yeah. at 5 a.m. Someone that doesn't own floss. I yeah. just remember in the commercial that they would always be somebody like shaving it. Yeah, they take like their little, as if we need to see the inside of the soap, like like something's going to jump out of it. Yeah, but I loved it. There was something relaxing about it. And I was always obsessed with putting with soap sliver? in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it was because of the movie Christmas Story, so I did it once. And uh-huh. I think it was Irish Spring. I don't think that you forget that because the smell of this is so strong. Irish and because this, the commercial made it look delicious. I, I did not want to eat soap. Yes, you did. But, that bar, didn't it look so like inviting? No, because I knew that it was soap because I was smart. Yeah, well, what I don't understand, not all so of us after are he, Mensa. After he takes the knife to the soap, yeah. what does he do with that sliver of soap? Because most people try to throw that sliver away when... We when we get that. down to that point, right. not my parents. Woof! You know they what? can ride a sliver till the cows come home. <laughs> that was ninety percent of my life was washing yourself with like a quarter inch yeah. sliver of a soap bar. Sure. Yeah. But I mean, it's like we didn't s- have much, but we had Irish Spring. It's kind of like when people eat an apple with a knife and then they throw it like they do it in a movie. Like yep. all of a sudden, like the guy turns really rugged because now he's just got a, a fucking knife and eating an apple yeah, with it. Yeah. That's what he, the guy was doing with in the Irish Spring. I'm like. So are you gonna? Are you eating? Wouldn't it be great if soap? he turned around and stabbed a guy in a bar fight right after <laughs> and he then shaved start, that? And then start chewing on the bar of soap. Uh, you're not fully clean unless you're oh, just oh, fully clean. Irish spring clean. Did you ever have Vidal Sassoon? We were a big Vidal. No, family. we weren't that bougie. We, we were. weren't a Vidal family. Again, sliver of Irish spring, <laughs> shared by four people, and you don't know where that. That thing has been... My parents always have a bar soap. Like, there's no body wash. It's always a bar soap. So when they come to visit, I always have to make sure there's a bar of soap in the in the shower for them. Come to think of it, I think my mom has a bar of soap. And I'm like, who was the last person that had this bar of soap? Like, fucking gross. Yeah. So when my parents came to visit, fucking I put gross. out a bar of soap, but then I don't use it and I forget of about it. And not. then I look down and I'm like, oh, that's prison soap. Yeah, that's not Like great. when it gets great, it has like cracks yes. in it. Yes. Yeah. My mom, one of the last times I went home, I think she has caress. Oh! <gasps> you ever use Dove? Yes. That stuff Wait, dissolves. What's caress? caress soap, yeah. No, what's the caress tagline? Before you dress. Caress. caress. They I really, somebody worked hard television. at all of the soap commercials. Seriously. I mean, because cl- 
it it worked. This is all I have. I don't know how to balance a checkbook, but yet I know that before I, can regurgitate I dress, I need every to caress. Soap. <laughs> sometimes you need a little finesse. Sometimes you need a lot. I've got and sometimes the urge to you herbal. feel like a nut, and sometimes, sometimes you, you don't. don't. By the way, these soaps are all fucking terrible. Oh yeah, it, no. Like, it's like you get out of the shower and you're like something. It's like your skin's like <laughs> it spells out "help me." Yeah, like, yeah. It's like etched, scratched, dry. Well, do you remember that commercial? There was that one commercial where, like, if you can spell out dry on your skin, <gasps> yes! like, that's fucking gross. Yeah. Why are you doing that? And they had to hire a very dry woman to do yeah. that. When was the last time you had a shower? Here, shower with this soap. It's going to be terrible on your skin. It's going to take all of the moisture out of your body. That's what all Old. of the soaps yeah. do. Yeah. Oh. And then you have to put on, like, then your mom also has, like, the same type of lotion because now you have to have lotion because you've just washed your body with oh. bleach. But like my parents had functional lotion, like yes, that's Eucerin what I mean. or Neosporin type stuff. You put You're it like, on, you have to walk around naked for like four hours for it to absorb. To absorb, yeah. Otherwise, if you put pants on, you're going to fucking, it's going to be stuck around your ankle. You're going to slide into your <laughs> pants with Vaseline. Ew. Okay. What do you say? Should we I do say. some... Articles on bathing, showering, baths, mm-hmm. cleaning your body. Clean your disgusting body and give me an article. <clears throat> this is from the Jackson Sun, Jackson, Tennessee, February 15th, 1973. Go on down to Jackson. <laughs> Ooh, I love Jacksonville. Dear Abby, what's all this fuss about how often a person should take a bath? My grandpa lived to be 98 years old. He was big and strong and was never sick a day in his life. He bathed only once a year, and that was done in a dam near our farm. Folks used to come from miles around just to watch Grandpa take his yearly bath. Ew! <laughs> from Aquascrotum, Texas. Wait, wait, wait. Stop. You're joking. You pronounce that. Aquascrotum. Aquascrotum. Aqua, is no, scrotum aquas, is not in aus, it. Aus scrotum. But it might as well be. It might as well be. Aquascrotum. Texas. Dear Tex, good for Grandpa. I'll bet nobody needed directions on how to find him. That is... No, here's... Okay, thing. so he lived until he was 100, but Nearly he didn't 100. have any friends. No. Was he like pig pen? Did he have flies around him? Once, Once a, a year, year. And in a dam. If you are a town event... You need to rethink yourself. It's this like is... every year we go to the 4-H fair, we go to the Christmas fair, and we watch Joe Schmo bathe his privates. We go to Aquascrotum, and we watch that old man take a yearly bath. Mm. Every people old... come from all around to go to Aquascrotum that mm. one time in August. He ties a little bar of soap on his penis and then whips it over, the, you know, the back of his, you know, head and stuff to get the lower back. Mm-hmm. We we pack a picnic basket. The whole family goes, and we just go out into that field and we just watch him walk off and hose himself down. You know, sometimes I hear he doesn't even use toilet paper, so he has to like clean out all that shit. And you can see the layers of shit just chipping off. I mean, that's why we use a fire hose so that nobody needs to get near his hole. <laughs> But we just, you know, we blow him clear across that field with that, <laughs> that house. He just keeps tumbling and tumbling and, and tumbling. And one time he got pinned right to the farm door, and that was real fun. Right. But, you know. I mean, there was water coming out of his mouth from his asshole. Can't wait till next year. <laughs> oh, that's disgusting. That can't be real. That's not real. Why would they lie to Dear Abby? 
Why would anybody from Aqua Scrotum lie? <laughs> Welcome to Aqua Scrotum. The only thing that we're famous for is the one guy who smells like shit and we clean him once a year. <laughs> Get your pies like, out. That's got to be like one of those towns. Like if you ever take a fucking road trip and they're like, it is the yard, the the largest ball of twine. Oh, yeah. Who gives a shit? Oh, I live for that stuff. Why? I will always find it. There's a there's a town in New Hampshire not far from my family that um, has a population five. Uh-huh. Five. It's called Taylor. Taylor, New Hampshire or something like that. And it's a little sliver of land uh-huh. between New Hampshire and Maine in some... Schmo came in there in like the early 1900s and it was like, I'm founding this for my family. And it's got a little antique store. It has what clearly used to be a general store, which is just now a meth den. Mm -hmm. And then there's like a little farm thing across the street, like a little farm house or something. I don't know. But that's it. That's Taylor. And I'm obsessed with it. I wouldn't want to. That doesn't interest me. Population five. Like things of twine. I would 100% drive to see that guy get bathed. I wish I were kidding. I probably would too. What am Everybody I- in the car, let's go let's to Aqua Scrotum. They've Sorry. got to sell like little pennants and little shirts. Sorry to hear about your grandfather, but are we still going to watch him bathe or something? something I came to Aqua year? Scrotum and all I saw was that guy cleaning Scrotum. Do we have the t-shirts for that this year? We went back last year, but now it's just a skeleton because all his skin fell off. It's a Because he's been dead for 10 years. <laughs> but we keep cleaning him. Keep... <laughs> I didn't know he wasn't dead. That skeleton is so pick clean. Smelled the same. Yeah, it smelled the same. Real clean. Irish <laughs> Spring. <laughs> all right, I have one for you from the News Palladium, Benton Harbor, Michigan. July 5th, 1961. Dear Ann Landers, When my husband came home from work, I was giving the baby a bath in the kitchen sink. He raised the roof, said it was lowbrow and unsanitary, and insisted that I bathe the baby in the bathtub. Well, the bathtub is too low and it bothers my back to bend. Besides, the baby is only two months old and the bathtub is too big for him. We had a terrific argument and I told my husband I'd write to you for a decision. Please settle this. Signed, my aching back. Dear back. Your husband is right, but his reasons are not the important ones. It's dangerous to bathe a baby in the kitchen sink because he could easily bang his little head on the faucets above. Or you might accidentally turn on the hot water. If you can't afford a bathinet, buy a wash basin and place it on the drain board so you won't have to bend. But please stop bathing the baby in the kitchen sink. Ayat. Everybody took baths in the kitchen sink in my family. I think so, right? Yes. <clears throat> because it's easier you're to You're small con- enough. And you're, you can control it. Back in the day, right? all sinks in like the second bathroom would be designed for a baby. It was like they had a little slide on the one side. Like my parents still have a bath, a sink that was like specifically meant to wash a child in. That makes a lot of sense. I mean, it got a little a weird tub. when I was 13 and I was like, can right. I? You're like, is it okay? I mean, enough with the mass and gill. It can burns. I, can I make the transition to the regular bathtub? Thanks. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That was my impression of your mom. Which was I don't know. And I washed you in the sink and you turned out just fine. Pass I'll see you at your comedy gill. show. <laughs> <laughs> and you wonder why I am the way I am. No, I don't. I don't either. I don't. 
I've stopped asking questions. As you should. Yeah, but you, you can wash a baby in a sink. Isn't it dangerous to wash a baby in a bathtub? I've seen I too many so. scary-ass movies. Well, how is it different if you just hit the wrong knob on the bathtub? And also, the bathtub is made out of porcelain. And it's big, and there's a drowning factor that could happen there. Right. No, I just need to take the phone. He'll be fine. And, and So they float? Like a floaty? No, it, 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 it goes down so they don't... They don't Submerge? They're raised up a bit. Up. Yeah, they have like a little like a... I don't little, know. little uh, cozy seat. I don't... It's like I'm a, not too familiar. It always seems weird to wash a baby. Like how aggressive do you wash it? I would not be good at this. There there has to be a little chair that you could put in a sink and... You I don't know, know what they should... They They're should, not that big, you know? It should be on like... You know, like a spinning wheel where you put the baby on a wheel and you put its hands in one cuff and, you know, legs in the other. Uh And you spin it around, you spray it, and then you turn it around. Like a water willy. Yeah, because that baby's like shit and like, you know, raisins and stuff. So you got to get it out of its asshole. Oh, I don't know about raisins. I've seen seen some horror shows. And also they've got layers, like they're the Michelin man. So the shit like. Yeah, get in the cracks. Yeah. It's like trying to clean like a wet couch. Have you ever washed a baby? No. Jesus. (laughs) The two of us are the least. We are not the people that you should. I've heard heard that they shit up their back. (laughs) Well, and I'm not going to put my finger up there with a a cloth because I feel like I should probably be arrested. But yet I'm kind of like that with the dogs. There's sort of no shame when it comes to cleaning them up. Yeah, but that's your dog. This is not this my is a child. Baby. This is, people are like, wait, is that how you wash a baby? Tell me differently. I, I don't, don't know. know. Am I not supposed to hold it from the when ankles I have upside diarrhea, down? I really want to get it clean. I don't know what your baby had, but I'm not. Yeah. I, you know what? Here's your fucking baby. They're like, Patrick, you, <laughs> he's too young for an enema. <laughs> Can you please? You clean him up. Uh, why are you using Comet on the baby? I don't know how to get him clean. I don't know. It's Irish He's Spring. He's filthy. T- he came out of that dirty vagina. You clean it. <laughs> Nobody has ever By asked the way, me to your Madison Gill tastes terrible. <laughs> I tried it on a salad. Fucking gross. But if you mix it with Tito's, kind of surprisingly refreshing. It balances itself it's vinegar. out. It's vinegar. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah, it's cleansing. Yeah. I put it on some chips. Actually, the chips are better. It's pretty good, too. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> I mean, such a versatile product. My products are all verse. Can you picture us cleaning babies? No. Moving on. I have never connected with a character more than I connect with Diane Keaton in the first act of Baby Boom. I like if to- somebody dropped a baby in front of you. Well, that. That's exactly. You would be Diane Keaton. I would in Baby step Boom. over that baby and go to work like everyone else does. <laughs> I have a job to do. Like everyone else does. Yeah. Ignoring babies, taking names. Yeah. Getting no, to I'm where not you need worried to get. about like the missing locket from her parents and then like I don't care about her. your backstory. No. Imagine if I know Annie you're got dropped on your stoop. Who? Annie. Oh no. With no. that dog? You'd be like, absolutely not. Ginger baby. No. I'd be like you. Uh, look, if off. you're going to drop me a child, if it's a ginger child. Yeah, you're never fully dressed without a smile. Fuck off. Get out of my house. <laughs> you start you're talk- way too happy. <laughs> yeah, you start saying shit like that. Are you going to sing every day? Are the you going to sing every day? Every- Annie, are you going to sing every day? Because I have had it up to here. <laughs> and look, FDR didn't have a choice. He had to listen to you. He couldn't walk. He was in a wheelchair. <laughs> What's he going to do? What Where's he going to go? Hair? It was fine one minute. Now it's his fucking red wig. What is this? What is this? Perm? A perm? <laughs> 
What is this, 1982? Don't you have another dress? Oh my God. Don't you have another dress? What are you, a maid? Why are you wearing the same thing every fucking day? Why are you so happy? You've had a miserable childhood. Oh my God, these are your friends? Gross. Oh, why are they so dirty in the face? If you didn't like her, why'd you invite her to the party? She's an alcoholic who raises you. I don't <laughs> That's a very good point. This is from the North Adams transcript, North Adams, Massachusetts. I know it. October 14th, 1976. Dear Abby, our 10-year-old daughter, I'll call her Mary, has been bathing her five-year-old brother for two years. She does a good job, and it's a big help to her mother's aching back. Last week, Mary's little girlfriend, whom I'll call Amy, slept over. Mary let Amy help bathe her little brother. And you won't believe this, but the next day, Amy's mother phoned us to say that she and her husband were furious because we allowed Amy to see a naked male. She said that she hadn't planned on telling Amy the facts of life until she reached puberty. But since she saw a naked boy, she's asking a lot of questions they aren't prepared to answer. She also said that Amy could not stay overnight at her home again. Abby, Mary's bathing her little brother was so normal and innocent for this household that I never gave it a second thought. How can I explain to Mary why Amy can't sleep over again? I don't want the girls to think they've done anything wrong because, in my view, they hadn't. Signed, Flabbergasted. Dear Flabbergasted, tell Mary the truth, that not all parents handle nudity and sex education the same way, and without putting Amy's parents down, explain that they prefer the hush-hush, dress-in-the-closet approach while you take the more casual, open-no-big-deal attitude. P.S. I think your approach is healthier. How? She's 10 years old? Um... Why are we- my parents, my whole family is the hush hush dress in the closet type? So, like, what? I I don't understand. I don't understand any of it. No, first we of weren't. All, pre- so they're ten years old, bathing Let's, a five year old. Our ten year old is bathing a five year old. Uh huh. Always. <laughs> Why is she the one who's doing this all because the time? Because it helps her with, mother with her aging back. With her aging oh, back. Oh. Yeah, but so, all the time? I mean, Bish, come on. You had a kid. You Mom, got a kid. I have to do something else. Jesus, she's like, I have to do my homework. Can you please bathe your own child? Listen, every time he has diarrhea, why do I have to bathe him? Exactly. Oh, like, it's on you. Bathe him in the sink. But then why why do you have to explain the birds and the bees after washing a five year old? Five year old. What are you seeing? Right. Is this a really advanced five-year-old? Yeah, like is he hard every time? <laughs> I knew you were going to go for it. That's like, why I was like, just I wait, did. just wait. I mean, seriously, it's like we weren't expecting to talk about, you know, the male anatomy. That's not a male anatomy. I think That's it's weird that he puts his hands behind his head casually. And then puts his, <laughs> and then puts his tiny hand on her head. And well, pushes it down, down. and says right. volleyball and under said, the water. And she said, no, I don't want to. And then the hand goes back down. <laughs> it's a really small hand, but it's really strong. It's It must be weighted. It's deceptive. Yeah. It must be like a sandbag hand. What is she seeing? I mean, all of it is weird. First of First, all, your, your, your daughter's friend comes over, and you're still like, can you give that kind of bath? And, oh, hey, bring Amy, Janine in mu- with you. <laughs> can you... Quote unquote Mary, can you bring quote unquote Amy up there to clean quote unquote Terry? Yeah, Terry. <laughs> because we because we allow them to see a naked male. It's not like they were like fucking washing down a, a Chippendale. It's not like it was the father. No. 
which you know that's an article for another well, well what did her what did the, her brother look like i don't know he was six foot one uh pecs like like rocks i mean he plays and the biggest football penis i've ever seen i mean my mouth was just filled with his hair from his- <laughs> <laughs> he did what <laughs> i don't know why it was a problem did I say five? Do you mind I if I go back 25. tomorrow? <laughs> I don't know, but she keeps asking to sleep over. Our 10-year-old daughter, Mary, constantly cleans our 25-year-old son. <laughs> and his scrotum. Be sure and get the taint this time, okay? Or I'll send you back home without dinner. But I like the fact that they're 10 years old, and Abby's like, not all parents handle sex education the same way. And this goes is a into five-year-old. Like, they're five and ten. I'm, yeah. This is also nineteen seventy-six. This is like doing the bodies exhibit. It shouldn't. You shouldn't have any feeling behind that. I don't know. I'm sure there are people know. who went through the body ex- exhibit. I don't know. Got Maybe she themselves. was like one of those. You know, one of those families that got one of those Cabbage Patch kids that were anatomically correct. And then they're like, "Oh, now we got to talk about." It. No, for real. I was there know. an end? Oh my god! I just got so excited. <laughs> I got so hard. And just I'm like. <laughs> Thank you, Xavier Roberts. Yeah, I lost my virginity to my Xavier Roberts. (laughs) I was pure once. As soon as he took off those glasses, I was hard as a rock. Once I went into that cabbage patch, I came out completely different. That smell just drives me wild. To this day, I can't look at a salad without (laughs) blushing. My mom plants decorative cabbage, and I am just all wet. I am just, oh, don't even tell me about radishes. <laughs> that story doesn't end well. <coughs> all right. I have a final article for you. Also from the News Palladium, Benton Harbor, Michigan. It was a big uh, was a big bathing topics at the News Palladium in Michigan. so. This is February 15th, 1960. Bathtub ring is only one girl will see. Dear Anne. Get ready for this first line. That's Dear what girl will see. Girl will see. It's because she doesn't put any of those like connecting words like the or and or uh in any of her titles. It's like she has a limit on the words that she could use, which I enjoy. Sure. Back to bring is only one girl will see. It's like a robot. <laughs> Dear Anne, we need advice from a stranger. Okay. We just don't talk to your clergyman about things like this. Our daughter is 26. She has a good job in a big hotel. Her boyfriend, Joe, is a bellhop there. They've been going together for three years. Joe has never once mentioned marriage, although he's 30 and never takes out anyone but Bonnie. Oh, wait, Bessie. Sorry. Sorry, everybody. (laughs) Bad type. Bad print. They've been going together for three years. Joe has never once mentioned marriage, although he's 30 and never takes out anyone but our Bessie. He lives in a rooming house near us. Three nights a week, he comes for dinner and uses our bathtub. He says it's impossible to get into the bathroom where he lives. We don't mind, except he never cleans the tub after himself. Once I put a can of detergent right in the middle of the tub, but he didn't take the hint. We wouldn't care if we were sure he'd be in the family someday. But we don't want to be taken advantage of. What do you think, Anne? Signed, No Names. Dear No Names, I suspect the only ring you'll ever see is the one Joe leaves around the tub. 
A fellow 30 who has been going with a girl three years would surely have declared himself if he had any serious intentions. Bessie should have a frank talk with Joe and tell him to either fish or cut bait. Iron! Do you ever clean a tub? It is <laughs> so else. much. No. God, no. And is he taking a bath or is he taking a shower? I hate baths. Not, I hate baths. I hate sitting in my own stew. Every now and then you have to do one because it's like, oh, I just feel like. Okay, I just got to calm its hemorrhoids. I just need to sit down. Yeah, yeah, something oh, cooling. Yeah. yeah. But every time it seems like a good idea and then I get in there and I'm like, oh, I'm claustrophobic. I'm sitting in my own filth. See, in a rental, it's like I'm sitting in this bathtub. I'm sure someone murdered, got murdered in this tub. Someone killed themselves. Yeah. And then you're looking at, around and you're like, well, I didn't build this. And now I see all the shit that's wrong. Oh, God. Like, the only time I've ever done that in a hotel is when I stayed at a, a bougie one. <laughs> Again, on someone else's time. Stayed at the Mark. Mm. The Mark Hotel. Yes, yes, you know it. Very bougie. And when I get into a nice bougie hotel, I become an amenities whore. Of course. And that's the only time that I'm like, yes, what is this, a bathtub? What does it have, have jets and propellers and things? Sure, I'll put that robe on. Well, but like, I'll use all of it all at once. I'll be like, I'm going to put a robe on and I'm going to get in the bathtub. Is there a pool? Yes, I'm going to use the gym. What is that, a, a, an office center? Which I always love. I'm gonna fax something something because I can't. Blockbuster. I always love the office centers in in hotels because I'm like, who doesn't bring their own laptop phone at this point? And they still have that sad Commodore 64. Yeah. Who wants to sit in this windowless room? Yeah. And the vinyl chair. I'm gonna check my email and print something in here because I can. Delete. Yeah, but I took I took a bath at the mark. At a weird time of day, too, because I knew we had to check out by 11. And I, and we were having breakfast with people beforehand, so I was like, I'm going to get up at 7 a.m. and take a bath and see what it does to my day. <laughs> like, See how it sets me up for the day? The anticipation of a bath is, like, the buildup is great. First of all, you have to wait for 24 hours for that fucking thing Jesus, to fill up. Jesus, I know. It's like, you know, having, like, Tom Hanks from, uh, uh, what's that fucking? Castaway? No. Uh, Captain no. Philip. No. Um, this is a, Forrest no, Gump. This is now. Uh, I'm going to do his whole filmography right okay. now. Anything where he's alone and upset. No. What's the baseball movie? League of Their Own. League of Their Own. Like when he takes a piss, <laughs> that's how long it takes for a tub to fill up. Oh, by far. And it's this never worth it. This is why I'm not a stand-up it. comedian because if this happens. <laughs> You've been done. <laughs> done. What is it? Guys, what is it? What is it? What is it? Forrest Gump. Um, uh, I, uh, <laughs> bosom Buddies. Uh, uh but you know what I mean? Like we were in uh, Jacksonville, and we're like, "Oh, a tub. Let's let's use the tub." And I'm like, "I was like, yeah, that's great." And then I'm like, "I don't want to do it." And by the, the time the bad. water's filled to the top, I'm like, "I don't want to get in here." There's nothing romantic about that. Being like, "Let's take a bath together." No. <sighs> and then you have to fill up a tub, and at this point, you're like, "Let's take a bath together any day now." Yeah. Let's, any you day. Know what? Why, why don't we just let's go, go out to, to dinner now? while yeah. we. Yeah. Why don't we go to dinner? Why don't we repark the car? You know what? Yeah. Let's go to sleep, and then by the time we wake up, maybe the tub will be filled. Yeah. We should probably check out now. Yeah. So I just really thought, I was like, I wonder if having a bath in the morning will set up a day differently. Will I be more relaxed? Well, no. Cleopatra. The answer is it? no, because you step out onto the streets of Manhattan after having your relaxing bath, and it's like, ah, pfft, 
go like everywhere. Yeah. Somebody's taking a dump right in front of the mark. <laughs> There's a jackhammer. Yeah. Like a bird flies right into your neck. There goes the bath. Yeah. No. It's like getting a massage. You need to fuck. You need to get a massage and then go somewhere. And leave the state. Yeah. Like yeah. you. There needs to be like an adjacent room that you go for like two hours. Yeah. Otherwise, you're like, oh, I'm so relaxed. A decompression. And then you walk outside and you're hit by a cab. This is like I did a float once. Have you ever done a float? What? Float is just a big shared salt bathtub. No. Why would it? What? Because I had to know what this was like. Who'd you share it with? You don't share it with anybody, but other people are in this, have used this float pod. It's like a sensory deprivation tank. Wait. And I had to try it. (laughs) So the shit that's in there, someone else? It's a salt. It's like, it's constantly, according to all these float places, being, they're constantly cleaning the water. But they don't clean out the tank between people. But whatever filtration system they have in there, it's churning the water and it's got like a heavy saline content because you float in the water. Okay. Is this like one of those housewife things where they're all in like the mud, but then you never see how they replenish the mud? Absolutely. So you're like, someone's ass is in there. So you sat in someone else's crack. Oh, yeah. I've sat in other people's mud before. I've done this. I bet you have. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I like to sit in everything. I'm sitting mud. in this mud right now. I'm going to sit in your mud, Jim. If you've ever sat in a hot mud, <laughs> if you've ever shit your pants, that's exactly what it feels like. I don't know how this is a relaxing thing and it's a spa. No. It's because a spa you want to know what? I have shit my pants. And I don't. <laughs> mean, I never, I then don't, you've taken a mud bath in Calistoga, California. <laughs> Congratulations. No, And uh, guess what? Me, you ma'am. did it for free 93, not $300. I'm going to skip this mud bath. I just did one upstairs because I, <laughs> I went to your salad bar. <laughs> I know. I had a mud I, bath after I went to that cabbage patch. <laughs> Damn, it was delicious. It's so worth it. So worth it. Fresh Shame kale. on me for, for all that shrimp. I've I been juicing. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So guess what? It's time to start the program. Now we're going to begin this podcast with a gentle, <laughs> it's time for <gasps> Instagram mail, Instagram mail. My voice is going slowly into the basement where John Buck haunts my voice. It's He's so right low, it's me. so low, Isn't can't get it high for this Instagram mail. I'm having a Janice Joplin week. Thank you, sinus infection. So this week, like all weeks, we are taking Instagram mail questions from you sassy listeners. So email us, dearpodofficial at gmail.com, or slide gently into our muddy DMs. Just just ease your ass mm. right on in at dearpodofficial on your Instagram and your Twitter and your face. So send us a question and we will attempt to answer it. This week we have one question that needs answering. Just the one. Just the one. So what do you say, Patty? Get your mud pants on and <laughs> let's answer the good people. I just want to play with your mud all day. Don't we all? Yeah. Play with your mud. It's really difficult to watch you drink out of that giant jug. Just so, you know. Sorry, just got to get the gallon in my bladder. Especially I, after this Instagram mail question, which is very pointed. I used to work with someone at Ralph Lauren, and every time in the break room, I would see they'd bring the same jug. And it was like one of those jugs that you you could usually buy at 7-Eleven, like I think in 1989. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like those giant thick plastic things. Uh-huh, and uh-huh. it was filled to the rim with Coke or something. Oh. Uh. 
And they're like, yeah, she drinks that every day. Like, no, she was drinking. It wasn't. So it's like the size of this jug that you're drinking. But so filled gallon. with Coke. Yeah. But I, I don't know if she, but like all day. So she's sucking on this thing all day. Ew, warm Coke. Uh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I did a Coke bag. Okay. <clears throat> Dear Pod, my husband and I like to take baths and showers together. It's pretty romantic and we try to do it a couple times a week. Quite recently, when we are sharing the shower, my husband has started to relieve himself in said shower instead of excusing himself and walking the two feet to the toilet. I didn't know what to say. And then he did it a few more times. I like, I like to water ski and swim, but this type of water sport is not something I'm into. How do I tell him to aim at the commode and not at my feet without shaming him? Signed, Golden Hour. Golden Hour fills your eye. <laughs> Ow, it burns! Dear Golden, Congratulations for making my morning omelet make a return appearance upon reading your letter. <laughs> Let me say that it's truly wonderful that you two love kittens have found ways to reconnect. I myself like to bathe alone, shower alone, and use the commode alone. Some things are just best left to yourself. I know we, we are in an age where we allow our partners full access in our personal and private lives, but I say, why be so open? How about a little privacy, a little less information overload? I've received a few letters inquiring about water sports and took me a few reads to realize that no one was actually talking about the Tommy Bartlett water show in Wisconsin with daredevil slalom skiers attempting giant feats. Nope. After I finished the last chapter of Zsa Zsa Gabor's book, How to Catch a Man, How to Keep a Man, and How to Get Rid of a Man, I dialed her up to ask her about the golden shower. After several hang-ups, she finally agreed to take my call. The Hungarian glamour puss said many of her husbands enjoyed a little spray now and then, but she made sure to get them... to give her the diamond bracelet and earrings first. I barely like to share a banana split with someone, let alone a shower in which a yellowish river spontaneously appears between my legs from someone else. If you don't like it, tell him. It's your fault for keeping quiet. He probably thinks that you like it. I once had a very brief affair with a Cambodian doctor who enjoyed to be duct taped completely naked from head to toe with a straw coming out of his mouth and nose. Said it really got him going. I was game for it at at the time, but after about three hours of removing the tape, I realized that not only was I not turned on, I was tired. That's three hours of screaming and yanking, and no climax. The affair soured anyway, when I suggested masking tape instead. I digress. Not everyone's fantasy or thrill is going to please us all. We grin and bear it until we just find ourselves wet with regret. Speak up, honey bunch, and let the river run somewhere else. Gotta run. Eva Gabor is calling to kvetch about Jaja. Well, Gabor, Gabor, here's what Anne Don't has Gabor to say. Me. You're Gaboring me. I'm moving on. Dear Golden, Urethra Franklin, this problem is a wicked pisser. You just want to share a relaxing shower with your husband. Meanwhile, he's throwing a Tijuana tea party all over your feet. The point of a shower is to end it cleaner than when you began. Instead, you're walking out with the CSI level of your husband's DNA below your ankle. If this was a kink you both shared, that'd be one thing. Ride the Golden Gate to your heart's content. Share your Colorado Kool-Aid all day long. Shake the dew off your lilies till your kidneys can't take anymore. Far be it from me to kink shame. But this sounds transactional. Like he's just draining the dragon to save himself a trip to the can. 
This is your husband we're talking about here. You're gonna have to be direct with him. Don't piddle around. You don't have to be mean and say, Hey, R. Kelly, stop emptying your garden hose on me. I don't want to have to take a silkwood shower after my current shower. Simply say, my love, I understand the urge to make your bladder gladder whilst in the shower. The temptation is far too great with the drain right below you, and I understand wanting to cut corners and save some toilet paper. However, can you either wait until I leave said environment or, I don't know, stop doing it all together as we both share this space and the thought of your tinkle spreading MRSA is too much for me to bear? If he's relaxed enough to take a whiz in front of you, he should be open enough to hear you out. If it doesn't change, I suggest a second bathroom and stopping his fluid intake after noon. Good luck, you dirty son of a bitch. To you from me, P.P. Lee. Anne. Thank you. Thank you. Well played, Stockard. It all comes back around to Channing. Stockard, Channing, Channing, Tatum. Any of the Channing. Tatum. Carol Channing. There's lots of Channings out there. Yeah. We really need to take advantage of them. Ooh. Oh, I get it. Speaking of weeing. Mm, Ooh, I hope I... I have been drinking a gallon of water today because I am doing the gallon of water a day challenge. From Check your Venture Pal. From my Venture Pal. If I could get some endorsement from the Venture Pal people. Mm. People. Uh, <laughs> yes. It's going to be a very urine forward month for me. Oh, so I'm excited. Get I'm ready, excited Jules. excited for you to be clean. Do you pee in the shower? This is a safe space. Um, I don't shower Anymore? with anybody. Oh, that was not the question I asked you. Yes, I urinate in the shower at times. Regularly. What do you mean? Like I just go in there just to sh- like shower not, and like, piss? Not like, yes, every time you take a whiz, you go in there. But if you're in the shower. No, not all the time. I don't have to go to the bathroom all the time. But you pee in the shower. Do you do that when you're like at the gym? Yeah. Oh my God! You're George Costanza. I, what, what's the problem? That's I mean, a shared shower in the gym. Yeah, but I, I'm not like I'm not taking a dump in the middle of the drain. <laughs> well, it's still urine, right? In a do you know what's coming shower. out of your dirty body anyway? So you figure in for a penny, in for a pound. I also use an awful lot of soap, so it's kind of cleaning. Oh off the my floor. God! You can justify this all you want. Well, I try, to aim. I try to aim for the drain as any... Wow, put that on a pillow. I will. Aim for the, for the drain. drain. The Patrick O'Brien story, ladies right. and gentlemen, right there. Well... Aim for my brain. Aim for your drain brain, because oh, guess what? Drain me. Um, we are going to put some liquids in you that are going to make you want to step into your shower and pee all over your husband. Because this week, we have another... <gasps> Specialty cocktail, specialty pee, I mean drink. We're gonna be drinking, then we're peeing on you. Come Step over in your here shower, share in the mouth. drain. That's okay yeah. if it's you Target and your mom. practice, go aim right for the feet. And left yeah. to right. Take out the water, and take it on that oh, It looks like there's a shot coming over here. Okay, so this week's specialty cocktail is... Toilet water. Oh my god. It's blue and it actually looks like toilet water. This is gonna be a fun night for us. Are you ready? 
toilet water because it's always a sign of good hygiene to have a splash of Eau de James Jules Ferris on your bits and pieces before entering the Maha'a Tiki Lounge. For this, you will need two ounces of vodka, a quarter ounce Cointreau, one and a half ounces of mixed berry Powerade. That is right, mixed berry Powerade. You got to get that from your local 7-Eleven and lemon lime soda for topping. Why does this feel like I could actually really enjoy this? I don't know. So in the shaker, you add vodka, Cointreau, and Powerade. Add ice and shake. Put, don't drink it yet. Stop. I I'm weird. <laughs> you have to wait for me. Pour it into an ice-filled rocks glass and top with lemon lime soda. Here are his tasting notes. What happens in my shower stays in my shower. I'm not kidding. Oh, God, I've used a shower. Oh, God. I've made some stains that just won't go away. But honestly, there is nothing like stepping into a hot shower after a long day and watching your daily stress go down the drain, along with new clumps of hair. And the best way to treat your skin after showering or shaving is to splash on a little lightly scented cologne slash skin freshener known as grooming water, aromatic waters, eau de toilette, or the vulgar toilet water. And you need a little lightly scented palette freshening nightcap to enjoy before crawling into bed and calling it a day. The color of this drink is a light lavender blue. The Powerade gives it its hue and provides antioxidants to make you feel like you're giving yourself a healthier choice. Valid. It's got some, you know, electrolytes in it. So splash, sip, and repeat as often as you want. Make the water hotter, make the bathroom steamier, and make the toilet water taste so good you'll be pouring yourself a second glass. It still doesn't sound right no matter how many times I write it. And those are the notes from James Jules Ferris. Okay, now you can sip it, but we got to cheers it first. Cheers it. I like the little glass. I like the a little glass. A little. Mm. Yeah, this is a drink for frat boys. Yeah. This is a college drink. This, this is, is that same me. asshole who once said, let's put Red Bull in vodka together. Oh, a vodka Red Bull. This is not for me. This is not your drink. It's the Cointreau that's throwing me off. You know what? Like, why why put in the Cointreau? You know, it's a At little this point, thick. It is it's thick. It's thick. viscous. There's this a the, viscous this quality. Is this is like... You don't this drink is, this. This is like when you look up and you're like, what did you have after you're blowing, <laughs> after you're blowing somebody? But he's got a blue mouth. Yeah. Like, what did you have for... Like, what... What stained your this mouth? This tastes terrible. Yeah, viscous, viscous. Like, did you like? Did you just drink oil? Is that what your, your cum tastes like? Oil. Ew. This was created by a college guy who wanted to get hammered, but not feel all the effects of it. Who then. doesn't actually like alcohol? Yeah, maybe it's a girl who I don't know. It's like Boone's. If Boone's Farm made a cocktail, lemon lime soda for topping. It just seems thick. There's like, there's like <laughs> you just keep going back to. Well, I keep sipping it. It's this is a this is a drink that if you want to get work done, it's just like you know, even like when your tongue touches it, you're like, this is not right. Yeah, yeah. Do you know, it like breaks yeah, the layer? Yeah, yeah. It's like biting into hard jello. You're like, that's <gasps> that's what it tastes like. It's a a very it's a 
jello shot that didn't i'm sorry you you can stop you can stop it's like every time my lips touch it i'm like this is not right it's not right right. there's like a barrier you've dated guys where you've said that too like this doesn't taste right that's not right (laughs) i don't feel right this isn't good this isn't good wow i mean but that's how i feel about vodka red bull you know what this is this is like a bad kisser we're like no no. No, I'm good. No, what are you doing? But see, this is... Oh, are you playing laser tag with my teeth? Story of my life. Bad kisser, but I keep going back. No, this is terrible. I don't go back. It's I the almost have to like hold the forehead back. <laughs> like, Whatever you're doing, stop it right now. Push it. Yeah, I don't know. What, it, this is like, it's like, did you ever kiss somebody and it's like um, what, what, what guys would do in like the locker room when they like get a wet rag? Whip the towel? It. Yeah. Yeah. That's how like some kissers are where you're like, stop whipping your tongue. You are working too hard. This is I don't know who taught you this. I don't know where this came from, but you need to stop it. All I can think of is what sitcom was with that where the guy was a terrible kisser and he's like, It's my thing. Oh, I think it was Sex in the City. No, no, it's my thing. It's what I do. It's like you're licking the bottom half of my face. Right. The one that dated Charlotte? Yes. Exactly. I'm telling you, if I walk away and my face is like like a dog just made out with me. Yeah. It's like, this is not going to work. If I'm missing the bottom half of my makeup, <laughs> then we've done something wrong. We've taken uh, a wrong turn yeah. here. Yeah. When it's like, if anyone is looking at us, this isn't right. Yeah. I'm still haunted by this. I can still taste it in the back of my throat. I'm like telling a- you, this is like... <gasps> oh, my God. I this can't believe house. it. Oh, my God. I, I, I went to the John Buck house on Sunday. You can't... You can't do this right now. I'm sorry. I you know we're the, two in hours guy, into I'm this. In the, the dead guy's chair. It's dark outside. I'm probably going to smash my car on the You've way out of You've had tequila. Here. I'm so excited. I Did went you to feel the John warm? Buck house. I felt him. I feel him. He's in the basement. How big was he? He was middling, average. Mm-hmm. Like about seven. But like, was it, it was a different uncut? time. So it was like the 1800s. So, oh, so remember like... when people were like thinner and everything was smaller and chairs were tiny and... No. Small shoes. Okay. Uh, went to the John Buck house. Baby shower was held at the John Buck house. Why? Um, for anybody who's listening, go back. Again, I think in the, ep- the episode's notes this week, we'll put the references to the two other episodes you need to listen to for a f- for an understanding of the things we're talking I about. I will lose my mind if you start talking about this <laughs> and you st- it goes to static like it I did. I will lose my mind. Because that means that he's attached himself to me, if that's the case. Right. I'm never coming back. He's here. following me. Um, I don't think that he attached himself to me. Moth is convinced that he may have done something to her, though. Was she? Kid you not, she got dizzy as soon as she was in front of the house. What did she have to Tequila. eat? Tequila. <laughs> <laughs> now, she was dehydrated. Yes, it was a warm day. Could have been that. She hadn't eaten since Tuesday. Could have been the eye surgery she had a few weeks ago. Sure. We could explain all these things away. However, comma, when we did a follow-up on this, when she and I were doing like an after talk about being in the John Buck house, she was like, what if he tried to enter me? What if it was John Buck that was making me dizzy? And of John course- Buck is episode 78. Okay. The John Buck episode, go to episode 78 to hear us talk about the John Buck house being haunted. Um, Did you talk to that tiny girl that saw him? Uh, yeah, she was around, but I don't talk to children. Again, you know how I am. <laughs> I didn't talk to her. Apparently, she was stuck on the ceiling. If I, she, <laughs> I know. Her head turned a couple times, and then I was like, we're done here. 
Like, is that pea soup you're eating? I'm gone. <laughs> I'm used to eye rolls from children. I didn't know about head rolls. But <laughs> that's so not, I mean, she's really over me. Whenever there's a kid around, I instantly turn into this like really waspy, rich white woman that's like in her 80s. And I'm like, oh, what are these? What right. are they? Do they enjoy truffles? Mm. I don't. What do they eat? <laughs> What's a smoothie? Play with my pistol, <laughs> won't you? Clean it. Yes. Uh, yeah. So. He's in the basement, and my cousin brought me down. Who's in the basement? John Buck. Why is he in the basement? I thought he was in the baby's room. I mostly... No, no. I think I think he moves around the house. How did he know where he was at that given That seems time? to... Because the bathroom in the basement is the most... The area where the most stuff has happened. People have been in that bathroom. Well, yeah. A lot of stuff has happened. <laughs> you know, a lot of stuff, especially when you have dairy. Oh, God. <laughs> In the basement, in the basement. Don't do it up here. Don't do it up here. Okay, here's Damn what has happened in this basement bathroom. You can be sitting on the can and the toilet paper will start to unroll fully for no reason. This happened to three different people at different times. Mm-hmm. You're not buying this so far. No, Other no, one, if, get I, ready. If you felt a finger up your asshole, then I'm like, Okay. Well, get ready. I'm going to stay to just see how many goes in. It could actually happen because he is a dirty old man. Her friend was in there wearing a bikini, and out of nowhere, the bikini top popped off. So John Buck is a dirty old man who is trying to make people naked. He's hanging out in a bathroom down there, messing with the toilet paper roll. So basically... I was about to say shit you not, but then I found the irony in it. <laughs> so basically, he's like John Belushi in Animal House. Yeah, Alice. basically. What am I? A zit. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. He's a dirty old man, and he wants... To mess with your toilet paper. So, of course, they bring me to the most haunted place. You and sit down. my friend goes, my friend, my cousin, she goes, it's over there. And you look across the room and the bathroom, completely black, dark, but like the doors just open a crack. I'm like, oh, my God, now I'm Joe Beth Williams and Poltergeist. It felt like it was so far away. Were you wearing just like that, like oversized jersey and your hair was just washed? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> if I'm going to do this, I'm not wearing any pants and I'm going to run slow to fast. <laughs> so I go in there and I was like, okay. Don't you touch my Don't touch my babies. I slow run. I go over there and I was like, oh God, man. And and there's the laundry is in this bathroom too. How big is this bathroom? It's a pretty substantial bath. This house is huge. Okay. And very historic. Things have happened in this house. There's no doubt. But you know, so I go in there and and I, I wanted to go in alone at one point, but I didn't end up doing it because I was like, mm. and I, thought, go I was going to wear a strapless outfit because I was wearing a strapless bra. And I was like, come at me, John. Dare you. If He's you like, can get to this thing. Not a boy again. <laughs> That's exactly what I said. <laughs> He's going to do it and be so disappointed and be like, oh, it's oh, just a 13 year old. Goodbye, son. <laughs> and I went in there and, and uh, looking around, looking around, the washing machines behind me. Washing machine turns on. Just turned on. Were they doing laundry? No. There was nothing in there. Mm-hmm. Did you check? No, because when it well, turns on behind you, you run first and you get away from the source. And then you apologize to John Buck and you go upstairs and you have champagne. You didn't say, hey, by any chance were you guys doing laundry downstairs? No, because you said they weren't because we asked. We did some post-questioning. Are you doubting me? I don't know. 
you and I need to go to the John Buck house I ab- together. I absolutely am not going into a stranger's basement to get fingered while I'm getting <laughs> You did it on Fire Island. Different. Come with me to Newburyport. <laughs> I'm just saying. Mr. Buck, I'm waiting for four fingers, dickhead. Wait, did you say Buck? Oh, no, forget it. Never mind. <laughs>